Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media, repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 55 of Too Busy to Podcast. I hope you are well. This week, we are going to be dishing out, or I am going to be dishing out, a little bit of tough love, but it's only for your own good. So bear with me whilst we get into this really short episode this week. But before we do, I have a shout out. You might recall that about two weeks ago, the podcast celebrated its first birthday and I ran a giveaway as part of that celebration. And I am absolutely delighted to announce the winners. Yes, I, in the end, made an executive decision not to choose one winner, but two. So shout out to Lucy Everett and Tammy Afriat for taking part. And I really, really look forward to working with you, answering your questions around your podcast, getting your podcast out into the world. This is going to be spectacular. Me, you, 75 Minutes bring all your questions and let us make this happen. So thank you again and congratulations. I look forward to working with you. Now on to today's episode. I want to dig in a little bit into why podcasting feels hard for you right now. It pains me when I get this impression that people are struggling with podcasting because it's meant to be fun. And what I have realized is that there are maybe three things you might identify with one or more of those three things that could be the reason why podcasting is feeling hard for you right now. So I'm going to dig into those in a moment and then we're going to talk about how you can fix them. So I'm all about solutions. So we're going to identify where you might be struggling and I'm also going to offer a solution for how you can fix it. So I've had clients in the past say, oh, I'll have to find the time or I'll make the time. I've got so much going on at the moment, but you know, I'll make the time. And it's just said in a way that might give the impression that the podcast is not a priority. And as business owners, yes, we are juggling so much, especially solopreneurs. We haven't quite started building our team. Maybe we're working with one person, a VA, for example, but generally we haven't started building a team like some of the bigger business owners slash podcasters have. So it's really, really important that we spend our time in the right places But something that I am so passionate about is our podcast is the thing. It's really up there when it comes to the important things that are going on in our business. I can't remember the statistic, but there is a a sort of a ratio around how much time you should be working 
like doing all the things in your business and how much time you should actually be doing the marketing piece. And the marketing piece is substantially the larger ratio. It might be 70 or 80%. I 100% can't recall in this moment. But if you position your podcast as the marketing, so your primary marketing tool for your business, that means that technically 70, 80% of your time should be spent on your podcast. I know, you know, that might not be realistic, but if you set up your podcast in a way that allows you to show up in lots of different platforms, your content is evergreen, it speaks to your ideal listener, aka ideal client, so that you are able to nurture them in your podcast and then get them over to your DMs where you can close them, then you quickly realize that it's not a burden. That's a really strong word, but from some people that I've spoken with before, sometimes the podcast can come across as just another thing. And that leads me really nicely into one of the things that might be the reason why it feels hard for you. And that is, number one, feeling like it's something else to do. I hear this a lot from when I'm networking and people, you know, hear what it is that I do and they say, oh, I've wanted to start a podcast, but I just don't have the time right now. And that's because their mindset is around the podcast being something else to do. And if you start your podcast with that mindset, you will continue with your podcast in that mindset until such a time when you realize that it's not serving you and it will not serve you. Because first and foremost, as I've alluded to already, your podcast is it. I-T, capital letters, it. It should be the primary marketing tool in your business. So you don't need to do a live for your Facebook group separately. You don't have to write an email to your list separately. You record your podcast episode and pull everything from it for that week. You can do it by themes. However it works for you is best for you, but it's not another thing. It needs to be positioned as the thing. And once you start seeing your podcast in that way, how it can help you to be omnipresent, how it can help you to streamline your content creation, your podcast will no longer feel hard. And this is for my listeners, for you if you haven't yet launched or if you have a podcast now. If this resonates, shoot me a DM, let me know, I'm here to support you. But this is something that I see a lot. And if it's one thing in my business that I don't groan about is my podcast. I love creating content for this podcast. It is my time to really sit down and say what I want to say, help others on their podcasting journey. And because I use transcripts, I am constantly going back to my transcripts for content inspiration or for quotes or whatever it might be. So it's, I've still got some way to go, but I'm starting to position it in a much better way 
than I did when I first started, when it was exactly what I just said, which is why I can say it. It was just something else. It wasn't aligned strategically with, well, it wasn't aligned at all. But now it's very much aligned. So switch up that mindset. It's not something else to do. It is the thing to do when it comes to marketing. Because one 15, 20, 25 minute episode can help you create 15 pieces or more content for your business for a week. And you'll continually go back to that content for months and years to come. Number two, and if you're an avid listener, this won't come as a surprise. But if you're finding podcasting hard, so you've launched already, and maybe you're a few episodes in or six months in, wherever you're at in your journey, it might be that you do not have a clear strategy. And you know that I am all about strategy. You need to know where it is that you are going. You need to know why you're doing what you're doing. You need to know what it is that your listeners want to hear. What are their goals? What are their objections? What are their desires? What is it that they need to hear from you? What is it that will resonate with them? If you haven't mapped out, for example, if you are constantly every week flying from the seat of your pants, I think the phrase is, you have no clear strategy. So I would invite you to go back and listen to episode 34, where I talk about podcast strategies and start implementing some of the tips and the steps that I share in that episode. It doesn't matter where you are, it's not too late to put a strategy in place. It will serve you so much better in the long run. And then number three, you have no systems in place. Now, again, you know I'm strategy and systems. For me, those are the two key things that I feel that I can support my clients with to make sure that they're successful with their podcast. Of course, great audio is fantastic. Great content is fantastic. But you need a strategy and the systems in place for longevity so that you don't burn out. So it doesn't feel hard. You can have fun doing it for two, three, four, five years to come. And when I say systems, and by all means, you can kind of go back and listen to a couple of episodes where I talk about this a bit more. But when I talk about systems, I talk about, for example, how do you prepare for your podcast? If you haven't launched yet, how do you plan to prepare for your podcast? Do you plan to be a weekly show? When are you going to record? When are you going to edit if you're doing it all yourself? What systems? How are you going to onboard your guests? How are you going to offboard your guests? And when I say offboard, that's all around after the show's released, how are they going to get all their links and all that kind of stuff? Systems. It doesn't have to be anything major, but use the tools. We have some great free tools in the online space to help you set up your systems. And I'll come into that a little bit more. So those are the three, you might resonate with one, two, or all three of them, things that I see 
or hear from clients or in the online space where podcasters might be feeling the pinch with their podcast. Now, how can you fix them? Well, of course, when it comes to feeling that your podcast is something else to do, just switch your mindset a bit. I talked about this a little bit already. It's not something else to do. It is the thing to do in your business. So make that switch and you'll feel so much more connected, so much more at ease with producing this content for your show. Number two, put a strategy in place. Pronto. Pronto, pronto, pronto. Once you start putting a strategy in place, you will see or feel even the shift. So put a strategy in place. As I said, go back to episode 34 and have a listen to see what it is that I talk about when it comes to strategy. And number three, look at your list of podcast tasks. So if you are managing all the things yourself, or if you're maybe only outsourcing editing, there are so many different pieces when it comes to your podcast. So look at your list of podcast tasks, and I want you to take one of these three actions identify what can be automated and automate it. Now, there's a couple things that you can automate. Number one, and I've spoken about this before, you can automate your guest onboarding experience. I've talked about using Dubsado for this, but that's only because I already use Dubsado. Dubsado is more for client management. So if that's something that you want to use in your business, by all means, it makes sense for your podcast as well. But as a standalone tool for your podcast, it doesn't make sense. But there's also Acuity. There's also Calendly. You can use a combination of Calendly and a Google form. There's so many different ways that you can do this. But primarily, the outcome of this is one, You give a really great onboarding experience for your guest. And two, you get all the information that you need at the same time in the same place. You can also automate. So if you're working with an editor, this is a really simple, quick win. Depending to, for example, in riverside.fm, that's where I do my guests, record my guest interviews. And they allow you to connect to Dropbox. So I'm a big fan of systems talking to each other, those integrations. So, you know, if I was working with an editor on my show, maybe I could connect my Dropbox account to Riverside so that when the recording is finished and uploaded, it then appears in my Dropbox folder. And then my editor will know to pick it up from there. I don't have to email them. I don't have to wait for it to upload and then download it and then upload it up. Nope, ain't nobody got time for that. So that's another thing to consider. Look at your podcast tasks. Look at the tools in your business or better yet, reach out to me. I'm a bit of a tools nerd. Reach out to me if you think, ooh, I would love to do something with these particular two tasks, but what tool could I use? Send me a DM. I'd love to kind of brainstorm that with you. Okay, so that's automation. Number two, this won't come as a surprise, batching. So again, 
look at your podcast tasks. There's an episode on this. I can't remember right now which one it is, but I will definitely include it. And next episode, I will be sharing with you my exact batching process. So you'll feel free to steal that one for yourself. But what can you batch? I know some of us are really resistant to batching. I certainly was. There's some things that I can batch and some things I can't. I cannot batch editing. I just can't. Unless I've got a client whose episodes are like 15 minutes long and she speaks really well. So there's not a lot of ums and ahs to remove. Yes, I can sit down and batch her four episodes in like two hours. That's fine. But for the majority of the time, I can't batch editing. I can, however, batch my prep. So when I'm prepping for an episode, whether it's a solo or a guest episode, I sit down and write out all the content, do the research on the guest, that kind of stuff. So I do batch that. I also try to, it's not really batch, but I'll try and do at least two recordings. I have a really short attention span. So any more than two is a bit difficult, but I'll try and do two recordings in one sitting. I will also batch my graphics, just get those kind of done. If I've got a concrete name and the bullet points, then that's quite easy. So look at your podcast tasks. What can you batch? Identify time in your calendar that works for you and put that time on your calendar. This is where a lot of people go wrong. They just keep it in their head. Oh yes, on Saturday morning, I'm going to sit down and record my podcast. Put it in your calendar. Keep yourself accountable. I'm very much that person. If it's not in my calendar, it's just not going to happen. And finally, number three, outsource it. I just recently did an episode on this, episode number 52, so you don't have to go too far back, where I talk about all the little things to consider when you're outsourcing, because that could help so much, especially as a business owner. If you really don't feel like learning to edit, that's not a good use of your time. You can outsource the editing. So again, identify from your list, what can you outsource? So those are the three, grab a piece of paper, draw two lines. So you've got three columns. What can you automate? What can you batch? What can you outsource? And once you've identified those things, I believe that you will find podcasting a lot easier. You just need to find a structure. That's the most important thing. Find a structure. If you're not really a structure person, try and get as close to a structure as possible because podcasting is meant to be fun. Okay, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you found it helpful. Let me know if this resonates. Have you been finding podcasting a little bit tricky? Do you resonate with any of the three points that I made earlier on in the episode? Send me a DM on Instagram, shoot me an email at info at too busy to podcast. .co.uk. I am always here to answer your questions and to take your feedback. So I look forward to hearing from you next week. As I mentioned, we are going to be going behind the scenes. I'm going to share my batching process with you. So I gave you a bit of information in this episode, but we're going to go a bit deeper next week. So if you want to sort of tune in you can just steal my process. (laughs) It makes it so much easier. Why recreate the wheel? Okay. So until then, I hope you have a great week and I will speak to you soon. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.